0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens.
1: Brown paper packages tied up with strings.
0: These are a few of my favorite things. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. <laughs>
1: And I'm right, Kevin David Thomas. am
0: <laughs> sorry I Guys, talked
1: over your name. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to My Favorite Things Throwback Thursday. It's so nice of you all to be joining us like you do every Thursday. But I have to tell you that Rob and I are Skyping each other. I'm in New York City. Rob is in Cape Cod. And Rob, whenever we, we talk a little bit beforehand, because we haven't seen each other in a while, have a little catch up. And then we're like, okay, we're going to get started. <laughs> Rob does this thing where he takes the microphone away from his mouth looks to his right so i see him in profile it's kind of like a barbara streisand picture when like where you see her in profile yes and he like has this moment (laughs) and it just makes me laugh because it's like him
0: getting ready look at he's doing it right now i wish you could see it i'm 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 giving you the rink silhouette picture that's what i'm doing
1: oh yeah yes you are that's a great graphic that was a good graphic Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hello, everybody. How are you all? I'm fine. fine Thank you for asking, Kevin. Oh, good, Rob. You're good, too.
0: I'm glad. How's Cape Cod? Cape Cod is amazing. Um, I'm very excited. So we're starting rehearsals for Wonderful Town, and I sent Kevin a video clip because I'm really excited. Um, The company up here, which is celebrating their 50th year, is called the College Light Opera Company, or CLOCK. Um, and it's had a lot of amazing people come through its halls, like John Lee Beatty, the set designer, got started here. Uh, Dan um, and oh, my, oh oh my god, he's doing
1: bloody bloody Jessica Fletcher. Actually, the, he's directing the the re, uh, reading of it that I'm doing.
0: Um, Will Chase, mm-hmm. and, um, Andy Einhorn. Like a lot of big, a, lot, a lot of big people have like uh, come up here in 50 years, so it's a really prestigious group. But one of the cool things is they do uh, ten weeks, and each week is a different show. So it's really true. summer stock using the same cast. So Ooh, I'm doing wow a wonderful town. Uh, the cast is 32. But and I sent this to Kevin because I'm really excited. Um, The company here does full orchestrations. So we have a 19-piece orchestra for Wonderful Town. And they were like, well, let's just practice the overture and hear what it sounds like. And I videotaped it. And it sounded amazing. And I sent it to Kevin.
1: Oh, it was, it's so good. And, and how, and I wrote back, I'm so jealous of that music director who gets to create the original orchestrations and hear that sound and hear those singers do it. I, I just think what a great, what a beautiful thing to preserve is, is, is doing right? the original orchestrations at a small, sweet little theater that can do that. And, and you said a lot of them were student musicians, masters, and a they're lot, yeah. getting their masters in music. Yeah, it's a
0: very, new, yeah, which is awesome. So a lot of them, I'm asking, like, they, they get their MMs and they done this or they just got their MMs. So it's very, right. very exciting. And they're really, really passionate about it. And it's Ugh, so cool. It's, it's just really, really cool to hear. And yeah. once again, check out this company because their season does a lot of great obscure things. Oh, they have all their programs on the walls from previous shows. Kevin, you know what was on there? What? And they, and they only did it a few years ago. Um, Robert and Elizabeth.
1: Our, Kevin Daly, Kevin Daly, do you hear this right now? That, <laughs> I, 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 I sorry, Kevin Daly is the one who showed that show to me. That, that's why it became a favorite thing. Yes. Kevin, I cannot believe that they did Robert and Elizabeth. The Robert Elizabeth, I'll remind everybody, is a very, very difficult. A musical theater piece that came to us from England, but it was it had to star opera people because the singing was just so out of this world, so
0: difficult. But the I, I just am so impressed that they did that. I wish I could have seen it. It's a lot of obscure operas, operettas, and a lot of obscure musical theater pieces that don't get done a lot. Like a couple of years ago, I know they did Boys from Syracuse. Oh, I love that tour. Me too. So if you're in the – it's in West Falmouth on Cape Cod. So if you ever get around here, come check it out because, like I said, they're doing really, really great things. And they're celebrating their 50th anniversary this year. So obviously they're doing something right.
1: Yeah. Shout out to that artistic director for choosing um, outside the box choices and getting people to come see them. Uh, I commend you because I was just talking to my class today saying, "Yo, these most summer theaters, you know, they do the popular shows and then they'll do their one show that's artistic. But the other shows have to pay for that. But I'm really impressed that they can create a season and do original orchestrations and everything and um, do under under known shows shows that that deserve another look so that's it's cool.
0: amazing and what's so cool is is the audience here is they buy their season subscription and every week they're seeing a different show and they, and oh. they come <laughs> rain or shine which i think is just wow. really really incredible the there's new artistic directors here now um and they're gearing things a little bit more towards the contemporary side of things so this year there's mm. only a couple of operas uh but mostly mostly some new some like uh contemporary shows like pippin and cabaret,
1: contemporary,
0: and the music okay, man. Okay, I and thought they, you were going to go with like parade. <laughs> no, but they just did Hunchback last year. Oh, all right, yeah, like and, everybody. Yeah. And this oh. year they're doing Pirates and Iolanthe. Oh, ooh. Ooh. I like I like Pirates of Penzance. I'm not going to lie. Me I too. really
1: love that score. I like with cat like tread. <clears throat> uh, duh. Love it. It's so good.
0: I was going. I was going. I was already so to do it. You lo- did. You did the pump. I love it. <laughs> I love that that 1981 with Joe Papp, the Joe Papp production. I think is just it, you can watch it.
1: You could uh, you could watch it right now, right? I mean, the, it's with Linda Ronstadt and <laughs> yes, Klein. Yes, Linda, that famous operetta singer,
0: Linda Ronstadt. I think she's in pretty damn good. And Rex
1: Smith. Oh, I think she's great. Rex Smith, that famous opera tenor. No, it's good. It's bring it's it really back, fun.
0: people. Bring it back.
1: And, that's, yeah, yes, and, you know, talk, you know, speaking of Off-Broadway and Joe Papp in the public theater, it's really great that they preserved that, you know, it's not a favorite thing today, but it really is pretty amazing that they preserved that um, production um, oh, for video. I got all excited. Video.
0: I was like, oh, maybe that's just part of the favorite thing. Nope, that was just a little bonus extra.
1: Just a little bro. bonus extra.
0: Just a little, hey, little um, teaser. Can I do a little bit of self-promotion?
1: Uh, you better. You know I like it when you self-promote.
0: That's disgusting. Um, if you remember <laughs> a while ago, we had a favorite thing. And our favorite thing was um, two gentlemen who run a publication called Musical Theater Today. Mm-hmm. Remember when Ben and Lucas came by? Uh, yes, I do remember. They, they, they we talked about their first volume. Yes, so their second volume is coming out uh, <gasps> in a, in a couple of weeks, um, and Ooh. I ha- they were kind of they asked me to write an article for it. So uh, whoa, so I am, smell you, so, Rob So if Schneider. you want, you can you can read my article on uh, podcasting. Wow. How cool is that podcast? It's called podcasting.
1: Oh, that's what that's what it's about.
0: Yes. It's fantastic. It's about how theater could more effectively use the art of podcasting in order to communicate Mm -hmm. to global audiences.
1: Uh, I and you and let me just tell everybody I know you because you won't say this. Rob is such a good writer, you guys. He is such, He look at him. He's he's shaking his head and he won't let me say this, but he is. He's such a such an amazing writer. And um and so I'm I'm for one I'm very very excited to uh to 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 read this article. That's really exciting.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate that so much. If if you want, I my other plays that I've written uh, are going to be performed <laughs> uh, behind the Wendy's. Here in Cape Cod, um, <laughs> I, I just go into a Wendy's restaurant and, and just
1: and just sit and just and like, I just
0: sit. Well, I, well. They won't even let me in the restaurant. I perform behind the. Wendy's. Oh, I
1: see where the the, where the dumpster is and where the cars yes. drive around <laughs> for the drive through.
0: <laughs> the New gotcha. York Times said that my production of Pericles and my chocolate softy were two of the best things they had had all season.
1: This is like James Corden and his Crosswalk musicals, which I love oh, watching. Oh, I haven't watched I haven't. any of those. I haven't oh, watched any so of good. those. So head it's on awesome. over to
0: Musical Theater Today, T-E-R, oh, yeah. E-R, not R-E-E-R, today.com, to get a uh, 20% off their list price. They're doing that right now if you want to do pre-sale. Because also, other people that are writing in it besides me, uh, Michael John LaCusa, Max Vernon, Kirsten Childs, Rachel Bloom, David Henry Wang. So it's a, it's an illustrious group that I'm very excited to be a part of.
1: I am so excited for you and uh, it, it it makes sense that this their sophomore effort will, you know, perhaps even have more detail and, you know, and and even greater articles and, and more specificity yep. on what we do in this business. And I love that they capture the writers, the agents, the cash directors, every podcast. I mean, hello, we have a podcast. I mean, I think it's great that you're a part of that, Rob. So, that's that is that is really exciting. No, that's I'm really I'm cool. very
0: excited. I'm really excited with the work that Lucas and Ben do. I'm trying to think if there's any big theater things we need to talk about. Um,
1: I did write down. I wrote down that uh, I saw an article like a week ago. That the casting and the producers are mediating still about the the union stuff because they the won't. casting directors and. Yeah, and I know that they're getting a little bit closer. I think that's an interesting thing, just to, just to clock, you know, what's going on on that front. I uh, also I want to give a shout out to my friend Bill Cooks, who who wrote us on our Facebook. Um, Bill and I actually, when I met my wife playing Romeo and Juliet with her, he was he played her dad. He was um, Lord Capulet, uh, and um, he wrote us and said, "Oh, I loved what you were talking about with David Craig, the book, because I took his class and it yes. changed my life." And I was like – my first thought was – because I know Bill is a a diehard musical theater fan and he's been around for a little bit and has known a lot of people. But I was like, how did I never talk to him about this before? (laughs) Because I have – I don't really know anyone other than the people we've interviewed that have actually taken his class. So I thought – anyway, I thought it was really nice of Bill to shout out and say hi. And he's uh, – boy, he works all the time and it's always great to to see his name and that he follows things. And I love the Harvey Evans um, feedback that we've gotten from this, this past uh, interview this week. I thought that was a really nice – it was a nice chat we had with Harvey and a real celebration of his career and the uh, business, which was nice.
0: I think so too. I was so happy that we got Harvey because when I we, when I reached out to him and said, do you want to do this? He goes, no, eh, you know, he goes, I really – because I, t- I have a tendency to tell the same stories over and over again, and i was like i don 't i don 't care how many times you tell the same story over and over again you, everything you have to say is brilliant and wonderful um i I am happy that he agreed to do it same i was so i thought it was an honor to get
1: to spend that much time with him and and and, re- and hear those old stories and yeah, it was special
0: yeah i uh, he 's a wonderful link he 's just a wonderful, wonderful link to to a time gone by, and he 's still what is he in his late 70s, early 80s? Early 80s I believe I so, yeah.
1: yeah. And he wouldn't he know semi, it. Semi-retired, you know, and he's going to do the working concert. That's really, really good. Gonna... That'll come up in August, just everyone knows. You'll hear us talk about it because Rob's <laughs> directing and I'm music directing and Steven Schwartz is going to be there and we'll probably talk about it. It's at 54 Below, August 12th, I believe. Yes. I'm just, I don't know. It just, just, just came into my head. I don't we know what we, like, we just like
0: to promote. We just like to promote. <laughs> um, no, but I'm so, I'm so happy. We've got some other great guests coming up down the line, uh, which we're also very excited about. So keep, keep tuning in to us every Monday to see what other wonderful legends. Sit down with us. Also, I thought our Beth Level interview was pretty fabulous.
1: I uh, I cut out like two minutes of that. I mean, I I edit the those interviews. Everyone, just full disclosure, and yeah, I, there was like nothing. I didn't know what else. I was it, it was just I just giggled the entire time that I listened she's, to that interview.
0: <laughs> she's too funny. She's just too too funny. Um. So actually, speaking of too funny, uh, okay, let's good transition. Rob, good transition. Well, I well, I don't know. I was going to say let's talk about our favorite things. But if your favorite thing isn't funny, then it's going to be do kind it. of a I let it down. Mm, here it's a little bit. it's. It's not funny, funny, but I bet yours is funny funny what do you got actually mine is I think my, yeah actually mine is funny funny I had a feeling. so I'll, ju- feeling. I'll jump in okay, so the, I was debating between doing either this one or, or another one that i'm gonna I'm gonna do later on but I'm so, you know what I, we, I know we try not to get political on here and we try to make this like a little safe,
1: uh I'm sorry safe this haven. week uh all bets are off this week
0: <laughs> but because we're in rehearsals here for about like 10 hours a day and we don't have internet really um i the only the internet right now that i'm using is from my phone so i'm i literally don't look at the news and then i get home and i look at the news and i go uh, what in uh, god's name is going on here
1: so i've been Rob. so
0: depressed this past week and giving to like every every Charity that I can possibly give to, and every I've been trying to make as many donations as possible. Um, so I'm so I'm just really sick to my stomach. I'm really sick to my stomach. So, I was there was one I was going to give, and I was like, it's eh, kind of sad. So, I want to give something that's just going to cheer everybody up. I hope it cheers everybody up because I think we could all use a laugh right now.
1: I think so. And that's what theater's for, isn't it?
0: Yes. Okay. Sometimes. So, sometimes. so, so this is wonderful. This is a YouTube channel, um, which I, I, you probably, if you listen to our podcast, you probably have experienced it at some point because it's probably right up your alley but if you haven't i'd love to introduce you to a youtube channel that really makes me laugh called the punchy players P-U-N-C-H-Y Players. The Punchy Players. Um, I do know this. Oh, 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 oh no, Kevin. <laughs> get, get ready. The Punchy Players. So if you're unaware of what they are, the Punchy Players is this YouTube channel where uh, two gentlemen, Jeff Marquise and Chris Tasson. I hope I pronounced Jeff's last name right. It's either Jeff Marquis or Jeff Marquise. And Chris Tasson take um, <laughs> clips of old Hollywood <laughs> icons and dub them over in their own voices and What they first acclaimed some fame in 2010 when they i'm trying to describe the visual style it's kind of almost like south park so what they do is is they take video stills of let's say like judy garland and they move her mouth to actually make it look like judy garland is speaking but they're using their own voices to say what's coming out of Judy Garland's mouth. So the most famous clip of theirs, which really started this all <laughs> <They're> off,
1: <singing.
0: laughs> uh, no, they're talking. There's a little singing, oh, okay. but it's the, mostly talking. I,
1: I found one that was singing. Okay, oh, sorry. okay. Yes, so go. the most
0: the most famous one that you brought, that got launched them was called Judy's Cream of Wheat. And in Judy's Cream of Wheat, Liza Minnelli comes into the kitchen and asks Judy Garland for breakfast, and Liza and Judy doesn't know what to have, and then she looks under the cabinet, and there's Cream of Wheat. And she sings the Cream of Wheat theme song and the whole kitchen disappears and she's on like a lit up box of Cream of Wheat like it's her stage. There's another funny one where Judy, this is, this is my favorite because I'm like, what were these people smoking? And this guy, Chris, by the way, does all the voices. He does every oh, single goodness. person's voice and it sounds so good. My favorite one is Liza and Judy go grocery shopping. They go grocery shopping together, and the only thing Judy will buy are things that have a commercial jingle so she can sing the jingle in the grocery store. <laughs> and she goes, my bologna has a first name. It's M-A-Y-E-R. She goes, M-A-Y-E-R? That spells Maya. I'm not interested. Like Oscar. My, no, not, not Oscar Maya. Oh, no, I just heard about Louis B. Mayer. Um, but it gets even better. because guess, guess who rings them up at the grocery store? Ann Miller. Oh, Ann, Ann my. Miller is their checkout lady. So it is so wacky. It is, it's so it's ladies and gentlemen, it's right up your alley, and it's gonna give you a good laugh. A couple of other favorites of mine are the Mary Poppins screen tests, where you meet different people who could have auditioned for Mary Poppins. And like I said, this guy, Chris, does all the voices and this guy Jason does all the visuals, and they make a pretty good No, I'm sorry. Jeff does all the voices. My apologies. Jeff does all the voices. Chris does all the visuals. Um, It's really, really funny. And my personal favorite, just because I'm sure by the podcast now you know that I love old Lucy. Um, Go to Aunt Fanny's Ice Cream. Aunt Fanny's Ice Cream. Because Lucille Ball, Judy Garland, and Julie Andrews decide to go get ice cream with each other before they go see Kick-Ass 2. And who's working there but Matthew Broderick is the person who's the ice cream store person. And uh, then on top of that, um, uh, Ann Miller is once again, the manager of the ice cream parlor.
1: That is, and, and like I said, when you see this, I was just looking at it. It's, it's like cutouts of them from yeah. movies that they sort of reanimate and I, I remember Ray Camp, uh, one of our listeners, uh, mentioning this to us in an email, that this, this, this YouTube channel. Um, and I remember watching it then. And now I'm looking at it again. And I, I can't wait to go down this rabbit hole, Rob, because it looks very funny. And, and,
0: the, <laughs> and the clips are really funny. They're only like two to three minutes each. But like I said, start with Judy's cream of wheat. Then watch <laughs> Judy and Liza go grocery shopping. Because you just sit there and you're like, oh, and then there's an episode where they parody hoarders. And it's <laughs> Ann, and it's Ann Miller who's hoarding. And Judy Garland's like, she goes, I pulled the dresser aside and what was there, but Howard (laughs) Keel. It's very funny. And I think in this, Uh, just in what's going on in our world today, I I think a really good laugh is needed. So please go to YouTube. Please go to punchy players and have a really, really good laugh because I think we all deserve. one. It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
1: Okay. So my favorite thing this week uh, is also on the YouTube. Uh, While you're there, checking out the Punchy Players, um, I discovered this singer um, from a YouTube channel that I often go to. Um, I don't know if he's a listener of the podcast, but this guy, um, Alan, has the most incredible musical theater clips um, it, it, they are the rare ones that you don't often see and I'm just obsessed and I will often just go down rabbit hole and just like just check out all these things and I was doing that um, I discovered this singer that I never had ever ever heard about and I, before I t- tell you anything about her um, I'm just going to preface this by saying you know back in the 40s 50s 60s there was a whole kind of genre of music that we don't really we have today but it's not as popular as it was and that's jazz pop singing you know it, that started with like billy holiday and all of that and and then jack jones and all of that these people that and mimi hines you know they, they 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 did this the talk shows on perry como places that we don't hear about that are sometimes on that one channel that your mom watches on like late night tv me tv usually but decades um, and, or and and, and there right Yes, exactly. And they're I mean so this singer, her name is K Star. Now some of you might say, oh my god, I love K-Star, but some of you might be like, I have never heard that name ever in my entire life. K-Star was a contract player, she was with, uh, not contract, but a, a recording player with Columbia, I believe, but she kind of always got the songs that Peggy Lee didn't want. She was sort of, you might say, the the one step below them in a way, um, even though to me, she she could sell a song, oh, I'll talk about that in a minute. She lived uh, to be 94, she was born in 1922 um, in uh, uh, on a uh, an American Indian reservation in Oklahoma. Um, And she's three fourths, uh, native American. Um, she was, began singing at a very, very young age. And like I said, that there was style of singing, um, was more pop centric back then. Uh, the, the, the billboard hits, if they were a Broadway song, were done in a little more popular sounding way. And so she grew up touring around in clubs and her mother was her manager and helped her out along the way. Billie holiday was an influence on her, but, um, I, when I watched the first video of her, Rob, I was completely transfixed by the way this woman communicates a song. I would say to any young lis- uh, lover of and performer, Former of musical theater that go back and watch a K-Star video from the 50s or 60s because the way that that woman delivers a pop song or even a theatrical song in a pop way, she, she fills every single moment between the lines. You feel like she she wrote the song in a way, even though it's a song that was written by Cole Porter or someone else, but she, she communicates in a seamless way that she, you feel like she is always connected to the lyric. Um uh here's a couple things that I would if you're interested in this the first thing I want you to do just to get a sense of who she is just type in K that's K A Y star with two R's K star um uh and then type in Perry Como and then type in Nobody's Business. And this clip from the Perry Como show from 1960 uh, there's another clip there's a couple Perry Como clips of her but um she sings this uh there's three songs she sings two solos first Please watch them. It's black and white video, but her execution of these songs is just delicious and then perry comes out and he's like he's an old crooner too for those who you don't know it wasn't old then but um and he they go ahead and sing this duet nobody's business kind of like it's the song's essentially jazzy song that says basically whatever i would do at night is my own business and you don't need to know about that and what i like and you know i talk about this a lot rob but i love the old talk shows in the old days because and nobody was precious about how they were they weren't trying to worry that some clip was going to go viral. They didn't even know probably that someone in 2018 was going to watch them. So y- you get this chemistry between Perry Como and Kay that is just, it's kind of sexy and they're like, uh, they're like next to each other, but they mess up the song. She says, Oh, you did that better in rehearsal. And it's, it's are It's just charming and funny. And to me it is the ideal way to perform a pop or even musical theater song in a cabaret setting or in a in, in any really setting that is that you want it to feel like it is coming from you that you wrote the song and that's ultimately what we try to teach young people today um that are or anybody today that wants to sing a song uh so that's a good place to start yes rob you go ahead i can see no, you want to I, say something no i'm
0: just i'm i'm reading about her right now
1: Oh, she – and his, the other thing, I mean on a more personal note, she had six husbands, but when you watch clips of her being interviewed – by by the way, you know who interviewed her in uh, 1993? Skip E. Low. He's back.
0: Yeah,
1: Skippy's he really, back. He really, he really goes, and his uh, friends. If you've listened to us before, you know that he's sometimes on public access, and he's there's a whole history there. And my brother just, and I are
0: obsessed with him.
1: Skip oh my god! Elo. Well, and he he really gets he pushes on her a little bit, and he really tries to get questions. You know, he really he, the first question he asks her is like, "How'd you get here?" You know. <laughs> like, what? Because her career peaked in the '50s and '60s during the Korean War, she sang a lot of you know war tunes. Um, she was just one of those people that were so big. And then as television evolved and things happened, um, just like Mimi Hines, we sort of lost track of her a little bit. Mm-hmm. She still performed, but we just you know she didn't. Um, she wasn't as present as as, as other people were with the yeah. times. So, but you can check out this Skip Elo 1993 interview on if you want to hear her actually talk about her where she came how she got to where she was. You can check that on YouTube. And then also, if you type in, uh, K star, uh, 1986, Nashville. Now, uh, this was a, a concert or a show that was on TV through Nashville. Cause she, she was equally comfortable doing jazzy pop stuff as she was doing country. I mean, she was from Oklahoma. Um, and I would think that she could lend her voice very well to that. Her voice has this very, It's unlike any of the crooners of that generation. It's very bright. It's very forward. It's a very present sound. And it's also effortless. You don't have any of like the singing schwas that Judy Garland has or Barbara Streisand has, but you, what you have is a very clean, forward sound that I happen to really enjoy. Anyway, if you go to this Nashville Now clip, go to minute 738, that's when she comes on. She explains her career, she sings a little. Uh, I, I, if you'll, I think if you have the same taste that we do and you listen to this podcast, you will say to yourself, how did I never know that this singer existed? Um, she, she's known, by the way, if you remember, she was saying the Wheel of Fortune was one of her big songs for Capitol Records, um, as was the rock and roll, rock and roll waltz. Uh, I think it's one of those things we'll post clips, but if you've heard it, you'd be like, Oh yes, I, I've heard of that. Um, but I really want, um, a younger generation to hear her because I think all generation will remember her name and say, Oh, Oh yeah. I remember she was a singer, but I think a younger generation could really use seeing this, This, um, to me, a legend execute these songs in such an effortless, um, personal way um, that we could really study from today.
0: And uh, that's amazing because I think I've, what I'm realizing here is I've heard her voice before and I've just never associated a name to the voice. Yes. Um, uh, was I wasn't going to say, oh, I was I'm looking her up as you're talking. And yeah. have you, have you seen this quote of hers that I like? It says a singer is no more than an actor set to music.
1: Oh my gosh. I mean, uh, Rob, I cannot believe that J-Star. I didn't find that because that is that to me embodies everything when you watch her sing. She, she it's like she makes every single word and note personal. And that's what we strive to do as, as musical theater actors. So, um, is... I, I'm just, and she was doing it before anyone else was. She was doing it in the fifties. And, uh, I thought that's, and back then I will say the lines were separated. You were a pop singer. You were an actress who only did plays. You were a musical theater singer who was in the musicals, you know, like it's only later on in the sixties that we really sort of did the crossover. You can hear that when people talk about it in our interviews where they say, well, you know, Rex Harrison led the way. For people that were actors to do musicals in *My Fair Lady*, you know it's it's very interesting. So, and this is a woman who was acting in her pop stylings, and that's I guess what gets me.
0: And it seems like she was performing right up until she passed.
1: That's right. And yeah, towards the end of her life, I believe she had Alzheimer's and I think yeah. she, 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 she slowed down a little bit, but yeah, she was performing all the, all, all the way into the nineties and wow. she would have been in her eighties around then. So wow. oh, um, wow. I wish I could have seen her live. And I think she was, um, could be one of those performers that, that, uh, you know, ostensibly could be lost, um, to the next generation if we don't celebrate her and, and, and thank goodness that those clips are on YouTube and that there yeah. are enough people that remember and are fans of that kind of work that um, it, we can still see it today when they all otherwise could have been lost.
0: Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. So I'm going to go down the K-Star rabbit hole because now I'm really curious. and I'm going to go down the Punchy Players rabbit hole because <laughs> I need a good laugh. I think we all need a good laugh. And it wasn't K-Stars. Didn't want for, it wasn't one of them. Um, what's it called? It's a good day for da-da-da-da. And it's a good day for da-da-da-da. It sounds
1: like it. That sounds like it. I think it that's probably also a K-star
0: is a K. Star song. I think. I could oh, be wrong. I think it's you could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much of anything.
1: Or it might have been a song cut from your Burger King um, <laughs> show that you did out back. Uh, but that was in the back alley down in Bowling Green. Um, but that's that's a whole other story. So that's, we'll talk about that. that in that's another a show. Um,
0: that's a experimental <laughs> production of. Uh, <laughs> a fortune in men's eyes.
1: Where is but, but, my big that, whopper?
0: Pull that, pull that reference out for everybody. Um, but if you want, let me just give, run through my schedule really quickly. If you want, come see me behind McDonald's where I'm doing Lost in Yonkers. That's going to be at the. <laughs> that's going to be at the Arby's on 40th Street. Uh, I'm very excited. Do you know what it's like <laughs> to touch steel, Mama? Um, I got an Obi for that, and by. <laughs> Obi, I mean, um, I got five stars, an employee of the month, so I'm real I'm real proud that I'm. <laughs> and
1: then, uh, join, oh, us all,
0: join us all next week when uh, <laughs> my production <of laughs> Oh, God. What's he going to so do? I'm sorry. I'm tired. I'm just losing, and I apologize. Uh, join well, me next week when my production of Nikki Silver's Pterodactyls is going <laughs> to uh, transfer... From behind the Wendy's to A R T. No, I'm sorry, that's K F C. We're transferring to K F C. There you KFC. go. There uh, you go. Uh, if you have any ideas from any other fast food shows, send them my way because Daddy needs money. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Rob. Uh, God, Thank you. Help us all. All right. Um, well, 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 well. I. Oh, oh by the way, nice too. shirt, Kevin. Kevin has like seagulls oh, on his shirt. He, what is that? Got
1: this little like, like this shirt with like little birds on it.
0: Oh, that's really know. cute. Thank you. It's really cute. I wish yeah. you all could see it. Sometimes I hate that yeah. we're, that, Sorry, we're guys. that you're only listening to us, and sometimes I think that you hate that you're listening to us as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if <you're> listening. <laughs> if to you us, made it this far, you're, you're welcome. If you've made it this far, that means your your car radio has uh, that thing where it doesn't let you touch the knobs while you're driving. <laughs> if you're listening <laughs> so you're to so us, if you're listening to us, it means you fell asleep listening to Broadway backstory, and this just naturally rolled in. <laughs> We're so, we're so we're sorry. Oh, <laughs> when you wake goodness. up and you you when you're like oh, I'm going to listen to something good, then you fall asleep and you wake up and something else is on. You're like, what is that? So on oh, episode 75 of this, what is this? <laughs> what what, oh, what is this crap? Oh my gosh! All right, uh, we God, will see have a you. Wonderful week. You too, my friend. I will see you next week. And then who's our guest for next week?
1: I don't know. Who do you want to be on? Monday?
0: Ooh, oh,
1: oh, maybe our oh, listeners are going to talk about
0: this when we. We
1: sign off. We'll talk about this, or we could talk about it now. But... Oh
0: no, no, no! We'll we'll sign off because we have to leave yeah. some anticipation. Well, Yes. All yeah, right. We got a couple options. All right. Bye. Everybody. Next time. Bye. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things.